Shalom to all. Today's office is Yerushalmi Brachas Daf Chaf. We are starting the 12th line, the fourth word on the line. And in the Vilna Tzuras Hadaf, Daf Yud Gimel Amad Aleph, seven lines up from the bottom, third word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarabas, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah. In the previous Gemara, we had mentioned David Amelech, so we continue talking about him. The Gemara tells us, Ain Darsh, Ain Bailate Sonim. There's no generation that doesn't have late Sonim, people that like mocking things. Mahayu Pritzi Adar Aisin. What would the Pritzim, the mockers of the generation of David, do? Hayu Haychan Eitzelchanis of Shal David. They would go to David's window. Windows, but I'm Malayan, they would tell him, David, when's the base of Mikdash going to be built? When are we going to go to Hashem's house? Now they knew that the base of Mikdash couldn't be built in David's days because Hashem told him that it's only after you die the base of Mikdash could be built. So they were just trying to start up with him. But who Aimer, he said, even though they're just trying to start up with me and get me upset, it should come to me, meaning he's making a nether on himself. I'm happy in my heart with their words. And where do we see this? David Amelch said, I was happy when they told me, Let's go to the house of Hashem. And more about this, the Pasuk says, Hashem told David HaMelech, it will be when your days are full and you're going to pass on, the kingdom after you is going to be very well established. Now, Hashem said to David, David, I'm going to count full days for you. I'm not going to count days that are lacking, meaning I'm not going to take away any of your days just because we're waiting for you to die to build the base of Mikdash. Isn't the only reason Shlomi, your son, is building the base of Mikdash? So that he could bring carbonus. The mishpat and staka that you perform is greater to me, it's more beloved to me than carbonus. Umatam, what's the source for this? The Pasik says, One that performs staka and mishpat, that's more choice to Hashem than a zavach than a carbon. And now going back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah had told us, Rameir had said that in between the different paragraphs, a person can initiate a greeting, and Meshiv, he could respond to one. The Gemara asks, What type of greeting is he responding to? Is it because of Yira, or is it because of Kavad? Is he only allowed to respond to a greeting because of Yira, or also because of Kavad? The Gemara says, Let's learn from this statement of the Mishnah. We had said, The Girsa is not Divir Meir, it's Divir Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah had said, that right in the middle of Kriyashma, a person is allowed to initiate a greeting because of Yira, but he's even allowed to respond because of Kavad, now we see from here that Rabbi Huda argues the Rabbi Meir. So bring that back to Rabbi Meir. Habakad Misa, that must be in the original statement. What do Rav Meir mean? Shel Umeshiv He's allowed to be Shel because of Kavod, and he's allowed to be Meshiv only because of Kavod, not because of anything else. We continue explaining the Mishnah we had said Uba right in the middle of the paragraph, Shel Umeshiv. He's allowed to be Shel because of Yira, and he's allowed to respond. Dave Rav Meir, that's what Rav Meir says. The Gemara asks, Ubnei Umahu Meshiv, in regards to what is he allowed to respond, meaning to whom is he allowed to respond? Is it only because of Yira, or is it also because of Kavod? The Gemara answers, Nishma in Let's learn from this, meaning let's learn from the Mishnah. The Mishnah Says Rabbi Huda, I'm Rabbi Huda tells us when it's Ba'emsa, right in the middle of a paragraph, he's allowed to be shell because of Yira, but he's allowed to respond even because of Kavod. So we see the Rabbi Huda argues with the Rabbi Meir. So that means that Hakad Misa in this other statement of Meir, what's a halacha? He's allowed to initiate a greeting because of Yira, and he's only allowed to respond because of Yira, not because of Kavod. But now the Gemara tells us this is all talking about in the middle of the parsha. He said the pasuk of he finish the sentence, he's right in the middle of the parasha, he's allowed to say Shalom Aleichem, he's allowed to respond because of this or because of that, depending if you're a Behuda or a mayor. But what about Vafil Bams HaPasuk? Is this also even right in the middle of the Pasuk? Let's say he said, he's right in the middle of the Pasuk, and then someone walks by him. Is he allowed to say Shalom Aleichem? Is he allowed to respond? So Rabbi Yirmiyah Mirames, Rabbi Yirmiyah would only hint to somebody, he would wave a Shalom Aleichem, but he wouldn't speak, but Rabbi Yirmiyah Rabbi Yirmiyah would speak. And Rabbi Chonor, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Chonor brings Rabbi Yosef a raya for this. The Pasuk tells us, you shall speak 
speak in them. Now, literally, the Pasuk is talking about speaking in Devei Torah, but what do we learn from these words? We learn from here that a person is allowed to speak in the middle of the words. You shall speak in them. You're in the middle of saying Kriyashma, you're still allowed to speak. Now, Chafam is on top of the brand new Halacha, Halacha Beis. The Mishnah tells us, What is considered Bein HaPrakim? So, Bein Bracha Rishayin Lashniya, in between the first Bracha of Kriyashma and the second Bracha, Bein Shniya Lashma, in between the second Bracha of Kriyashma and Shma itself, Bein Shma Levahayim Shemaya, in between Shma and Vahayim Shemaya, meaning after he finishes, Vahayim he says, Vahayim Shemaya, before he says, Vahayim Shemaya Levahayimer, in between Vahayim Shemaya, before he starts Vahayimer, and Bein Vahayimer Le'emes Vyatsev, in between Vahayimer and Emes Vyatsev, that's also considered Bein HaPrakim. Now, Behuda Aymer, Behuda argues in this last one, he says, Bein Vayyomer L'Emes V'yatsev L'Yavsek, a person should not make a Havsek, he should not interrupt in between Vayyomer and Emes V'yatsev. Now, the Gemara tells us, Amr Avlevi, Avlevi says, Tamid Rav Yudah, what's Rav Yudah's reasoning that we're not supposed to stop in between Vayyomer and Emes V'yatsev? That's because the Pasuk tells us, Ani Hashem Aleikeichem, I'm Hashem your God. That's how Kriyashma ends. Ani Hashem Aleikeichem, End of Kriyashma. And really, Emes V'yatsev is a totally different paragraph. However, Ruksiv, we have another Pasuk that says, Vashem Kim Emes. So we see that really the word Emes is supposed to be connected to the word Elikim. So therefore, we're supposed to say, Ani Hashem Aleikeichem, Emes. That Emes is supposed to go with Ani Hashem Aleikeichem. No interruptions in between. That's Rabbi Huda's opinion. We've gone to brand new Halacha, Halacha Gimel. The Mishnah tells us, Am Rabbi Shua Ben Karcha, Rabbi Karcha says, Lama Kadma Shmal Vahayim Shemaya. Why does Shma come before Vahayim Shemaya? And don't say it comes before Vahayim Shemaya because it comes before it in the Torah, because Vayyomer comes before both Shema and Vahayim Shemaya in the Torah, and Vayyomer is up last. So why Shema before Vahayim Shemaya? So the answer is, El Hashem Kabul Alav Machos Shemaim Tchila. First, a person should be Makabul Al Machos Shemaim. He says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeno Hashem Hachad. Vaachar Kachikabul Alav Al Mitzvahs. Then he accepts the Al Mitzvahs, which is Vahayim Shemaya. The Mishnah continues asking, Vahayim Shemaya Vayyomer. Why is Vahaya before Vayyomer? Vayyomer has a little bit of Kabbalas Al Machos Shemaim in it. The Pasuk says, Lios Lachem Leleikim, which is somewhat of a Kabbalas Al Machos Shemaim. So Vayyomer perhaps should be before Vahayim Shemaya because it has Kabbalas Al Machos Shemaim in it. So Mishnah explains why. What's being spoken about in Vahayim Shemaya, which is Limit Atayra, that we're supposed to keep both day and night. We're supposed to be learning Tyra all day and all night. However, the main topic of Vayomer, which is the Parsha of Tzitzis, is only relevant during the day, as we've learned previously that the Mitzvah of Tzitzis is only during the day, not at night. So that's why Vayomer is the last paragraph. It comes after Vahaya. And the Gemara says, Rabbi tells us, Why is it that the Chamim said a person should first put on his tefillin, say Shema, and Dama Shema Esrei? That's Kedesh HaKabal Ov, Omachu Shemaim, Tchila, so the person could accept upon himself in the beginning, meaning complete. And when a person puts tefillin on his arm and on his head, that's a physical expression of he's subjugating all of his deeds that he's going to physically do with his hand, all of his thoughts, his mind, that's putting tefillin on his head. And then he recites the words of so that's a complete that's why tefillin goes on before Kriyashma. Now Rav Rav tells us a person says Shema, then he puts on his tefillin, then he says Shema Esrei. And the Gemara says, Masnisa pliga aloy de Rav. There's a b'raisa which is not like Rav. The following b'raisa tells us, bekever. A person's dealing with a mace, he's in a kever. Vigia on his Shema. It's time to say Shema. He should leave. Go to a place which is Tahar. He's not able to say Shema in the kever. He puts on his tefillin, then he says Shema and he davins. So we see from this b'raisa that he's supposed to put his tefillin on before saying Shema. So the Gemara says, no, Masnisa Messiah Rav. Our Mishnah is Raya for Rav. 
What does our Mishnah say? That he accepts upon himself first, and then he accepts upon himself all mitzvahs. How do we see that? Because first we're accepting upon ourselves all which is Shema Yisrael, and then we're accepting upon ourselves all mitzvahs, one of the mitzvahs is Tefillin. So at least we can see from our Mishnah that Tefillin is put on after Shema, not before Shema. Now, once we're discussing tefillin, Amr Abiyan Abiyane says, Tefillin srichen guf naki. Tefillin needs a clean body. If a person has a stomach ache, if they're afraid that they might pass gas while they're wearing their tefillin, they should not be wearing tefillin. A person has to make sure that they have a clean body when wearing tefillin. Now, you might think that if someone's wearing tefillin all day, they're a very hush of person, they're really very careful with themselves, and they're able to ensure that they're going to have a guf naki. If so, the Gemara asks, Why didn't Chachamim trust people that wear tefillin all day? They're probably very great people. And we know that we do not trust a person. We don't give him a special nemonis, even if he wears tefillin all day. Why is that? The Gemara answers, because of tricksters. What's a story that highlights this? There was a story with a fellow. A barnash is a fellow, a person. He deposited some money or deposited something by his friend or by another person. And that fellow denied it. He said, you never gave anything to me. The depositor told the guy, I didn't trust you. It was that which you have on your head that I trusted. You wear tefillin all day. I thought you are a very trustworthy person. So we see that a person can use wearing tefillin all day to trick others. Therefore, Chazal didn't give a special namanus to someone who wears tefillin all day, even though it seems to be like a very chashev thing. Now, more about the importance of keeping a gufnaki, a clean body when wearing tefillin. Rabbi Yanai, if he was sick, he would only wear his tefillin three days after he got better. And that's because when he's sick, he wasn't able to be shamer on a gufnaki, and it took him three days to get back to his normal self. Now, Loima, this teaches us that a chayli, a sickness, cleans out a person's body. Matam, what's the source for this? The Pesach says, He who forgives all of your sins, he who heals all your sicknesses. Now, we're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow talking about Rabbi Yechem and Zakai, who seems to have done the opposite than what we were just discussing. He would wear his tefillin all the time, winter, summer, cold, heat, no matter what. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.